Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Astronomics. I'm joined by Kenny Bedwell coming to you live from Watkins Glen, New York. What are you doing in Watkins Glen, Kenny? Uh, so my in-laws are having a family reunion at my place. So I'm, I'm slowly watching it being torn apart before my own eyes. Nice. <laughs> Probably before busy season. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I see a little, uh, looks like a popcorn machine behind you. What's up with that? Yes, there we go. I gotta move this way. Yeah, so I just uh, we just got a theater room completed and uh, I bought a popcorn machine. We'll see how that goes. Um, and if my cleaners decide to kill me enough after dealing with cleaning it. So apparently right. it's not the easiest All right, so pick clean. up that laptop and walk back and show us the movie theater. All right, I gotta, I gotta unplug. I know it's not the greatest experience. I've done this many times on my own, and uh, I'm gonna do. Let's see, how do I get you? There we go. I don't know how to get you on the. We're going. So if you're listening to this, I you just have to listen to how uh, I guess cool this is. But I guess you should watch the video. Um, it's kind of messy, but you know what? That's okay. So I don't know if you can see this, but this is the. This is really bad. That's the messy part. The um, we were watching movies right. and stuff in here. So those, those are, are, are going to be your couches inside the movie theater. Yeah, I did the two person. I don't know if you can see the two person beanbag chair there. Yep, um, nice. And then you got the TV. I the lights aren't on it, um, but uh, it's got I got uh, lighting around the the screen of the TV. So like LED anyway. rope lighting. Yep, yep. But nice. it's it's special. It's got it. I don't know if you guys can see at the top of the TV there. I've got this thing where it mirrors what the uh the color of the screen is and it matches the lighting from on the uh the low the rope lighting for the led so, nice yeah we're gonna put some curtains in finish her off but uh other than that she's pretty much ready to go so, awesome what's your minus, roi minus gonna be on mine minus the part where i'm arguing with the contractors about the price so Right. What's your return on investment going to be on that? <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Um, I, I have started getting bookings because of it, but I don't, I don't know what the, the true ROI is. I, I will try to measure it somehow, but uh, it was a lot. Does of money. anybody else in Watkins Glen have a movie theater? No, sorry. I lost you for a second, but no, does no anybody one else, else in Watkins, Watkins Glen, Glen, Glen have a movie theater? No, not even close. So, I mean, I, I think that's fine. awesome. I mean, it's like me having the only barrel sauna in Whitefish, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've, the only one with a hot tub, only one with a movie theater. Awesome. So, yeah, I doubled down. Sweet. So let's talk about the location of your Watkins Glen property. I've no, I don't, I'm, I know it's not on the lake. I know there's a Seneca Lake, I think that's there part of Watkins Glen, but you've got a really good location. Obviously that's the title of the podcast, location, location, location. You and I both see people that are buying properties, like in markets that we talk about, we were talking about this before we started, right? I had a conversation with a, a lady, she's in my inner circle and she has a property in New Remain and yep. she's really struggling, but she's in the absolute, I don't want to say the worst location, but the wrong place to be in. And she's got a a nice property, a nice house. It looks good inside. It's decorated well. It's new construction. Everything about it is great, except for it's in the wrong location and she's losing money. Yes. Yes. Um, so the problem that I see a lot of investors make in, in really big popular markets is they think that when you and I or anyone says you should buy in this market or it's a good market, they just go by anywhere in the market. Yeah. Like I, I, I've started to like say that more and more, 
because people need to hear it. I didn't, I thought people knew that. That was one of the things I was just like, well, people know not to just go buy anywhere, but a lot of people don't. And the location of this property, like the one that you're mentioning in, in Newry, it's actually in Bethel, it's awful. And I, I remember seeing that property for sale and I was like, no way, especially the purchase price and the bedroom count. It's your favorite bedroom count bill of three. Um, it's like, it's in the, it's in a terrible location. Uh, and location has a significant impact on revenue in most markets. And so the problem though, is people hurt buying Bethel or Newry and they just go there and they buy the next best property. And the other issue too is housing prices don't really vary location to location in a lot of markets. So like this property for 650, literally closer to the resort, like five minutes from the resort is the same price. So she should right. have held out to get the best location and she would have That'd had be the interesting thing about those secondary like ski markets, right? As you can get something super close at the base of the hill for a similar price to what you can 15, 20 minutes away, you almost have to be on the hill or ski and ski out for it to jump up two, three, 400,000 bucks. Exactly. And I'll tell you the interesting thing. I just spent 10 days in Whitefish, Montana, <clears throat> excuse me, after the conference. And I needed to recharge and I skied nine out of 10 days, which was crazy. I'm like, I got a broken rib now and I'm hurt. Every single person that I interacted with uh, at the bar, in the lodge, eating lunch, riding up lifts. Hey, where are you from? Oh, cool. You're from there. Nice. Where are you staying? Oh, we got this place right over off of lift three. Oh, you're skiing, ski out. Yes. Oh, you're skiing, ski out. Yes. Nobody is staying 15 or 20 minutes away, right? Nobody. Mm -hmm. So like, you know how amazing my place is and only with the river view and all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Nobody is staying there to drive 30 minutes, even how cool the property is, even during the winter. Nobody's mm -hmm. staying there to go to Whitefish Mountain. Like literally nobody except for me because I own the property, right? Mm -hmm. That is totally going to be a snowmobiling market. It's going to be, you know, completely different. So I don't market to skiers. It's just too far away. I hear the same thing, Kenny, as you do. Oh, hey, you know what? My listing says I'm in, you know, Pigeon, I'm in Ware's Valley, 30 minutes or 20 minute drive to get to Dollywood. And they're using Dollywood as their anchor, you know, in their listing. That doesn't really work, does it? No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. So, and, and I think it's, I don't know, I, I, I just see it so often that it, it's painful. It's kind of the same conversation, just different market, you know, yeah, I bought this one and just, you know, it's, it's not doing and you know, with the 75th percentile. And I just, that makes me cringe when people say stuff like that. It's like, we don't, that's not how we evaluate. That's not what we're looking for. Remember, we're investing in properties. We're not investing in markets. <laughs> the property's in markets, but it's the property that you're buying. And if the property doesn't make sense from a location standpoint, it's not going to give you the ROI you're hoping for. Markets are not saturated. Bedroom counts and micro locations are saturated. People right. are saturated. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's how I feel like it was good. It, it, it's the truth. I, I had a similar yeah. conversation. A lady who is a co-hosting a property in Davenport, uh, Florida, for those of you that don't know, it's like 20 minutes south of um, Disney World. And she's got the wrong bedroom count too far away with theming but theming that's not good enough right and i think the location is really the biggest problem five bedrooms which is hard to compete with in that market um in davenport which is the land of 10 12 15 bedrooms right 
And there's no three-dimensional seeming. It's just like, you know, a couple of murals and some pillows and stuff like that. You're, you're not going to be able to compete in that location. And you look at really what, what, what works in Disney, Kenny? It's the, clo- the closest proximity to the park, right? Or typically the best theming, like three-dimensional slides, Elsa and Anna stuff. You just can't throw a $50 fat head up on the wall, you know, of Buzz Lightyear and think that it's, it's going to work. Um, and I think that that's the middle road and it's, you know, a $700,000 property with a hundred thousand, $125,000, I think it was, you know, put into it. So probably close to two fifty in cash and it's doing like 80 grand a year. Yeah. Um, that's, that's nice. <laughs> so let, let, let's talk about Lake where location, where can you be for Lake properties? What works? What doesn't work? Um, Okay, so the best way here, here's how it is. And most lakes, yeah, we're not most brands. You gotta be on the lake. You can be off. You gotta be on. You gotta be lakefront in most. Yeah, you gotta be lakefront in most lake properties. Here's, and I know I'm sitting in a property that isn't lakefront. It's actually doing better than some lakefronts. So the way I describe it to people, because I okay, well, what about here? What about here? What about here? How do I know like the location? The way I describe it to people is if look, the property that you're evaluating. If somebody came and built the same exact property, the same layout, the same amenities, everything right next to yours, what would set you apart? What would be your moat from them? And if they're like, well, my design and decor, my this or that, it's like they can add that to their property. What's really unique about your property that they cannot do to your property? If the answer is nothing, that's a problem. And when I see the property in Newry, when I look at some of these other properties, they don't have that. And so when I look at my my non-Lakefront property in Watkins Glen, well, Kenny, I could say the same thing about yours. Sure, but you can't get a permit. You can't legally add on. There's They capped it at 80. There's no more STRs. There's, I only have like four competitors in my little market. So it doesn't, at that point, that ch- that ch- that's my barrier. That's my moat from saturation in the marketplace. So well, that's also part of, of the location, right? As we're talking about location, being inside of the city of Watkins Glen yeah. is going to be different. I could probably go and do the same thing outside the city, but then I'm in the county, but I'm not going to be close enough, right? No, well, well, you're, that, not, you're not, you're not going to be on the lake. Well, right. I guess you could be like further north, but you're not going to be like near the, the uh, state park, the NASCAR stadium, the town, like where all the restaurants and stuff are. So it's like, yeah, I got you on location. So <laughs> so, you're insulated by location based on the regulation, right? Mm-hmm. I can go get this. I can go build the same house on the same lot, the same proximity to the lake and everything else, but I'm losing everything else, right? It's like going to Hot Springs, Arkansas with four major traffic drivers and only having access to one. You go on the north side of the lake, which takes you 45 minutes to get down to the state park, the casino, the horse track, you know, the bathhouses, the downtown. It just doesn't work up there. Yeah. It's like it's people true. that invest into tier four or tier three at the beach. They can't see, you know, PCV. Oh my God, I'm only six houses away from the beach, but I can't see the water. I can't hear the water. I got to walk past these houses that should be torn down or, you know, there's, you know, it's just the gentrification component. That location may feel good to you because you can afford it. And I think that's the problem, right? The locate, we're going to make the location work because that's what we can afford in that location. I would tell you to go to a more cost-efficient market and buy up in location. Would you agree with that? 
Yeah, a thousand percent. The people who are further away, not in the, the right locations, they're the ones when stuff happens, when there's dips in the market, they get hit the hardest. The ones 100%. who are in the right location, they don't feel that impact because it's not that people completely stop staying. They're just not going to stay in those places that are further away if there's less demand. 100%. I mean, I just bought my last property purely on location in Banner Elk. You can walk to downtown. That is as, as close of a five bedroom, I promise you, that anybody has to get to the downtown area of Banner Elk. I look at my number one performing property, which is my Dragonfly property. It's tier two in Gulf Shores, but it's one of only two short-term rentals that has four open lots in front of it. And from literally Gulf Shores all the way through Fort Morgan, right? So I've got the best location available and I just happen to co-host the other one, you know, that does for a friend of mine. I think people don't put enough value on the location. And, you know, at least for me, I don't buy houses. I don't buy dwellings. I am literally buying the land, the location, the views, the proximity. Uh, as Kenny uses his terminology about the moat, that's not something that anybody else can compete with or replace, right? I can build any type of house or geodome or, you know, tent or whatever I want on almost any piece of property if I can get a permit for it. Because if you have it, I can probably do it next door. But if you don't have the land, if you don't have the views, if you don't have that location and proximity, then it's just, it's like those cookie cutter, you know, and they're happening in Branson and Orlando probably more than any place else. The cookie cutter build to STR, build to rent properties that are going up, right? You're laughing. Well, I, I'll tell you afterwards. Set. Go ahead. Keep going. They scare the shit out of me. I would never yeah. invest into one of those things, right? It, Remember when we evaluated the four properties at the mastermind meeting last January in Orlando? There were four 15s. And if we couldn't get all four 15s, we didn't want it, right? Yeah. We weren't going to take one or we weren't going to take two. Now, if we could have cordoned, cordoned off that entire, you know, kind of, uh, what, um, what do you call those things? Cul-de-sac. Right. You know, and had a block party there for a hundred people in a family reunion or a church retreat. That's one thing. But I wouldn't want one of them with the exact same thing right next to me. There's no way to separate. Yep. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's really, yeah. That, that's, and, and remember, remember, you, I think you, it's a couple of weeks ago, you asked me, you said, well, how many are actually, how many was it 10 bedrooms or are now, or no, was it 15 or I can't remember 15. what it was. 15. When we looked, I remember I had a pull, I had the spreadsheet and there was like 18, 15 bedrooms in those entire markets. Now there's like 64. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So you're right. Like that one, I the location was actually pretty well, no. What that was it in Davenport? Where it was like North Davenport. Location wasn't bad, but the traffic no. was freaking horrendous to get in yeah. and out of there. Do you remember? Did you yeah, actually go see them with us? I don't remember or not. No, I did. I didn't make it. But no, but uh, no, I remember. Yeah, I remember looking at the pictures. And we needed yeah. to sleep a hundred people total, and then it would have been a good deal. Just having one or two, I promise you, they're probably struggling right now. But just the whole deal was the terms of by the Brazilian developer that, that just was non-negotiable. Right. So it is what it that. is. But the location is. I, I, and I think if we go through lake, we go through ski, we go through national park, you know, we go through beach, you go through even urban areas. I mean, can you imagine being 15 minutes from downtown when people want to stay downtown or is a, a travel nurse going to stay at an MTR that's 20 minutes from the hospital when she can find someplace that's walkable or five minutes? 
Location has always been one of the, probably the top tenants to look at in real estate from the dawn of time. And we need to really continue to focus on that moving forward as well. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, remember that the, I tell everyone the four keys of evaluating property are location, quality, design, core, and amenities. Location is number one. So that's the first thing I look at when I'm trying to figure out how much a property is going to make is how important is location? Where are those like location revenue drivers? Where do I need to be at? Can I be in that area? Um, and usually if the answer is no, then <clears throat> I don't want to be in that area. It's not a long-term vision. That's, I, I, I call it long-term. Maybe I need to come up with it, coin another phrase for it or something special. But like I, a lot of these people are just like, well, how much is it going to make this year or next year or whatever? But the reality is we want to keep these properties for a while. We want them to generate and cash flow for more than two to three years. And if you're not having that long-term vision, meaning looking out and going, okay, how am I going to beat my competition? How do I, because you have to keep changing. You have to keep adding things to your property, making it better, getting ahead of the competition. And if we're sitting here and we're, we're just, we're not thinking about those things, we're going to get passed by. And the last thing you want to worry about is, oh, there's a new subdivision of short-term rentals being built in the better location and you're playing catch up from then on out. What was your cash on cash return last year in the property you're sitting in in Watkins Glen right now? I know it's super high. Like six, I think it's like 65% or something. 65%. So why would you spend, I'm not going to say the number X because I know X amount of dollars on your movie theater. I think if I jumped back, I I probably would have said nah. But somehow, why would, so once again, it's, I have to innovate it's innovation, right? It's any business, like even STR Insights, we're innovating, we're constantly innovating. I'm, I have to set myself apart from everybody else. And I also want to price a little bit higher than them to get a higher quality of guests. And so I'm willing to invest in my property because the returns are so high from it and I can maximize the experience. Here's the other thing too, I want to point out here. The movie theater room, it is going to have some sort of ROI. But do I expect it to have this huge jump in cash flow? No, not really. I'm using it to cement my place as the best in the market. It's it's why we, meaning Bria and myself, continue to upgrade. and, And we don't, we have a portfolio. We don't upgrade the lowest performing properties. We upgrade the highest performing properties first, right? So, I mean, Bria went in and we added murals and upgraded stuff at uh, our banner elk property and then we spent big money for andrew to come in like 2500 3000 bucks to shoot and we've seen the return on that last year we added cabanas uh you know to our number one property dragonfly down at the beach nobody at least to the best of my knowledge still nobody has added cabanas right and it was like a twelve thousand dollar investment as kenny said it cements you at the top it earns you the right to charge more than your neighbor, you know, or the person down the block. Um, and you, you see indirectly. The other thing is the marketing opportunities, right? So Kenny will create marketing opportunities with that movie theater. I created marketing opportunities and sales to separate myself from the competition by being the only one with cabanas, by being the only one with the barrel sauna and, you know, Whitefish. Kenny's going to have the only movie theater, you know, in um, Watkins Glen. So it's not just direct ROI, it's what happens indirectly as well that we really can't track. And, you know, but 
it once again, it all starts with location. Location. Location, location, location. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Stronomics. And if you want some popcorn, just hit up Kenny uh, at Kenny at strinsights.com. He'll give you some free popcorn. Sure. Thanks (laughs) Thanks for joining us, everybody. Sign off, Kenny. It'll it'll end eventually, right? (laughs) It will. Maybe I don't know. We could just keep going. These could be our blooper reels. I was thinking when you're like when you're marketing marketing, you know, like your movie theater room. I was like, imagine getting out of your hot tub and then going into your movie theater room because those are the two amenities nobody else has. Yeah, all wet out of your hot tub. Go sit on the nice couches that you have in there without drying off. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us on astronomics.